This is Wetlock, my true unscripted chronicles as a prison wife. Join me on my journey as I bring you crazy stories, informative facts, updates on my husband, advice from my family and friends, and special guests giving their true life stories on the prison system. This is not your average love story. Welcome to Wetlock. Hey guys, I hope everyone is home safe, snuggled up, and warm today. The snow is coming down outside, and guys, it is a bittersweet situation for me. Days like this, I want to be sitting at home in front of the fireplace, watching movies, eating junk food, and snuggled up under my husband. So if you don't need to go out, don't. Please stay warm, please stay safe, and jump on this journey with me for today's episode. Okay, so the episode topic of the day is balancing emotions. On a previous episode, one of my questions that was given to me was, do I ever think about giving up? And my response was yes. Now, my response was based on the fact that when my husband transferred to Atlanta, That was the hardest for me because I felt like I was going through separation anxiety or something. I went from talking to my husband every day, several times a day, whether it was via email, video call, or just on the phone. So to go from 23-hour lockdown, hearing him, hearing from him every two to three days, it was difficult. And it definitely, definitely made me feel like I just miss my husband and I don't, I don't think I can do this. But that is a part of balancing emotions. The most important thing that I have to do is keep my emotions leveled. I'm not really an emotional person. I mean, I am an Aquarius, but when I love someone, I love hard. And it does put me in a emotional emotional place and emotions are definitely uncomfortable for someone like me um that's why I don't get into a lot of relationships I don't you know deal with a lot of people because when I'm with someone I'm 100 it is 100% of all of me and I'm extremely loyal and I cannot spread myself thin like that at all so when I do love, it's hard. It's definitely hard. Um, and I must practice emotional intelligence to get through days when I miss my husband and want him to be home with me, especially days like this. But most importantly, guys, I have to stay leveled for him. A lot, a lot, a lot of highs and lows with where they are and everything they they go through some days he just actually wants to sleep so that he doesn't think and that's when my role well one of my roles as a wife comes in i have to constantly give positive reinforcement i have to direct his thoughts towards you know, being home and what would we be doing if he was home and, you know, looking towards the future. And I also have to ensure him and remind him that his mind is free. His mind is free and can travel beyond 
any of those walls that sell the walls everything and of course with a lot of continued expression of love and then i have to remind him that we meaning myself his kids his family we need him and we need his strength and if he's not strong hey we're not strong and that is one of my little tools my my ego stroking tool it gets him back it gets him back guys it gets him back on his king kong he man you know pie to his spinach and and i have to put my emotions to the side i really do when i feel you know i feel those same things i feel those days when i just want to hug my husband and some days i miss him and i want him home to the point where you know it 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 gets hard but i have to coach myself through it um because i'm free i'm free and he's not and that's a part of me being selfless and you know me thinking and putting his emotions before mine because there are plenty of distractions for me i can turn on the tv i can go somewhere you know i can call my best friend hey let's go grab something to eat you know i can go shopping i mean i do a lot of retail therapy so i have distractions that can take my mind away and he doesn't so i have to be able to you know balance my emotions a lot of days um because sometimes we are we are both feeling the same thing um and i just have to keep it moving you know i I definitely have to keep it moving my 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 love for him my love for him is stronger than you know than any temptation and that's another reason why i i try to practice balance you know my ability to remain calm and clear and level-headed through a crisis (laughs) because this is definitely a crisis this is a crisis okay um I mean, especially for me, I have been abstinent for four years. Yes, I have. I be seeing little memes on social media like, oh, you know, I bet you can't none of y'all say y'all ain't had sex in 2022 and, you know, stuff like that. But I have been abstinent for four years, even before my husband. Um, Like I said in previous episodes, like it was a sacrifice that I made, Um, you know, praying to God and asking God to give me, you know, bring something real into my life. You know, I I was willing to sacrifice whatever I did to be obedient to him, to God, to receive the blessings. And I had no problem with doing it. I had no problem with doing that because I felt like if I gave it to God, if I was obedient to God and I lived by his word and, and, and I was loyal and I was faithful to God that he was going to bring me what I asked for. He was going to bless me with, with what I asked for and what he felt I deserved. So again, four years before my husband uh, came along and now I crave my husband. It's like cutting on water and not being able to cut it off. So, again, this (laughs) journey is not easy. It's not easy. But to me, to me, it's worth it. It's worth it. I, I feel it. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my soul. I feel it with just the little things that we experience together. Um, whether it's finishing each other's sentences, whether it's thinking the same things, you know, expressing how we feel about each other. I, I feel it. So it's worth it to me. And I am not, I repeat, I am not kissing any more frogs just for a quickie on a little lily pad not gonna do it not going to do it at all 
So I'm saying all this to say we have to learn how to balance our emotions. Your emotions sometimes are cause and effect to someone else, especially, especially when you have a spouse that is away. Um, they feed off of our energy. And, you know, when you're on the outside, you do have temptations. You know, you do think about certain things. Trust me, I am human. You know, you do. But for me, you know, something worth having you're you're gonna go through some things you know you're you're gonna be tempted you're gonna be tried and I just refuse to give in to that I feel like I've come so far just to give in to something that is not worth it worth it and again a meaningless situation is really not worth it to me and I just had a situation um, last week sometime. I was telling my best friend I was at the quick trip and this guy um, was trying to talk to me and he kind of lingered around in his car next to mine when I got in my car. And before I even got in my car, he was like, you know, hey, beautiful. And I was like, you know, hey, how you doing? And I got in my car and I could tell like he was kind of, he sat there thinking, you know, okay, she gonna get in her car. She probably gonna roll her window down or something. I opened my um, armrest, put some hand sanitizer on my hand and got to moving. Crumped my car up, pulled off. Because there is nothing, (laughs) there is nothing that anybody can say to me that's gonna change how I feel about my husband. Like, it's not worth it to me. First of all, let's be clear. And ladies, you guys know, it is nothing going on out here. It ain't nothing out here. It is nothing out here. And whatever is out here, like, I come from a whole different era. I don't know about this era right here. The millennials or, or the whatever they call them, Generation XYZ or whatever. I don't know anything about this. I, I'm cut from a different cloth, you know, and, and what I'm used to and the era I'm from, even if I was not with my husband, I wouldn't want no parts. I wouldn't want no parts. I can honestly say I probably would go back into talking to an ex or somebody I used to deal with because I know what to expect. I know what to expect from them. Um, They know what to expect from me. And again, I'm just used to something different. I am used to something totally, totally different. So it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I love my husband. That is the only person that I want. That's the only person that I, you know, I think about. That's the only person I want to build with. That's the only person that I trust. Like, I trust my husband with my heart. And I say that because I can honestly tell you, hurting me in any kind of way hurts him. It hurts him. It I, I, I mean, I can say that without, <laughs> without any uncertainty, without any hesitation. I know that for a fact. So I'm good. I'm good. Is it a struggle sometimes? Yes, it is. I'm human again. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not a virgin. So, I mean, I do know, you know, about craving flesh um fornicating and all of that you know if you want to get technical and biblical about it so yeah it's it's definitely hard but again it's not it's not worth it so balancing my emotions um trying to stay positive trying to stay busy but most of all is being strong for the people that we love that we know that are dealing with far more than what we're dealing with right now they say you know did you start thinking about your problems you is somebody out there doing worse than you and that's how i feel i feel like every time i eat a good meal every time i cut into some good salmon you know every time i you know have me a good drink or something my husband is not doing that he cannot experience that so 
I just try to give so much positive reinforcement, especially again on days when he is not in such good spirits because he's missing his kids, he's missing his family, you know, and I can't put myself in his shoes and I can't imagine what he goes through, but I can hear it in his voice. And the best thing that I can do is try to be there and try to steer him in a different direction. Um, and I have to crack jokes sometimes and say some crazy shit to throw him off or whatever I need to do to get him back. I'm doing it. So yeah, yeah. Balancing emotion guys, balancing your emotions. Um, again, it's not easy, but it's something that we have to do. And again, this is my journey that you guys are on with me and it's not just my journey. This is not just my situation. There are a lot of women. I just had um, somebody on Instagram comment to me when I first dropped that I was doing this podcast about how women, wives, girlfriends, and you know, baby moms are overlooked in these type of situations. And women go through a lot when these men are away they are left to raising kids by themselves um a lot of them even financially it changes everything for them you know they they're some have to move some can't you know do the same things that they were doing when their husbands or boyfriends or baby daddies was home, you know, so now the kids, every, it it just changes a lot of things. Um, and it's a lot, it's a lot of emotional stuff, you know, it's a lot of emotional stuff as a spouse. And then you have to explain to your kids, you have to think about these people's, um, not these people's, I'm sorry, but you have to think about, you know, your loved ones, family, their parents, um, their grandparents. So it affects, not just the actual inmate, but the families. And so when she said that to me, you know, that was another reason why I felt good about what I was doing. Because again, as I stated before, I'm trying to shed light on it from a positive perspective because I know there's a lot of negative thoughts when you hear that your husband is in jail, your boyfriend is in jail. And again, these are humans. These are humans. They're not, you know, non-human entities running around here, but there's a lot that goes into that. You know, I can even speak from a daughter who, who lost a father, um, that was in jail. There's a lot, there's a lot that goes with that. And I just want to give my story of what actually really happens mentally what happens emotionally what happens financially um and how we deal with it really by ourselves yeah we got friends i got people i can call you know um but it's not the same like nobody's internalizing it the way that you are so that is why my journey is important But it's also important that I put it out there for someone who probably is not comfortable with expressing how they feel or talking about their journey. You can share it with me. You can share your journey with me. I will support you. I will be there for you. I will listen to you because I understand. So again, guys, you know, as I said before, don't judge don't judge. Don't judge. It's a lot on our plate. And emotions, emotions are major. Emotions can make you do and say and not do and say a lot. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to my episode topic. And of course, thank you guys for being on this journey with me. I so appreciate it. Um, I cannot say thank you enough. And of course, you know, this is episode four. My best friend is my co-host today. And you will get to talk to her later on in the episode.
Okay, so it is story time. Okay, guys, so check this out. I know you guys know what commissary is, right? Right. So once a week, my husband would fill out his commissary. And when he would fill out his commissary, he would always read off everything on a list. And he'll say, baby, you want a baby roof? Baby, you want this? Baby, you want you, you want to try this? And, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I like baby roof because I'm a funny eater. I'm a funny eater. So, again, the growing pains and getting to know each other, you know, this will be ways he'll ask me like so you don't like this so you so you have you ever tried this before so when he would do his commissary once a week certain stuff that he started to learn that I liked he'll say you know babe I, I ordered you I ordered you two uh baby roof this week or I want you to try these potato chips I'm, I'm gonna order you some of these potato chips and of course guys I'm thinking he's ordering it but it's really for him i mean it's it's not for me it's for him so and i mean this was going on every this is why every week every time he would order something um he also would play poker a lot once he got into this poker thing i mean i couldn't now there was days where i didn't talk to him all, all the time because he was playing poker so once he got into playing poker, you know, being that they don't have money or anything like that, you know, they'll play with like noodles and boiled eggs and food. They would play with food. So it's been times where he might say, baby, um, do you mind if I, I play with your baby Ruth? Or do you mind if I play with some of your potato chips? And, you know, guys, I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. You know, I'm once again... I'm thinking it's his food. You know, this is just his way of sharing with me. You know, every time he would order, I'm thinking this is just his way of sharing with me, like sharing his food with me, you know, on some Bambi type of eating the spaghetti and we're with the one noodle, you know, and on a plate coming face to face and embracing it you know I'm thinking this is just his way of of really sharing with me because of where he is you know this is just his way and and like I've said he is going to find a way to put a smile on my face so I'm like okay this is like our little moment you know our sharing moment you know he's getting stuff from me or whatever and I'm not really thinking too much into it. So before he had to transfer the first time, um, I had to go pick up his property. And when I got there, you know, I'm on the phone with him and he's like, baby, I got a surprise for you. And I'm like, okay, now what could this surprise possibly be? Like, I know I'm picking up a lot of books because me and my husband, guys, we actually was reading books together. Like, like I said, we, we, we have had some great experiences for where he is, for where he is. I've tried to make the most and the best out of, you know, his, his time and, and his, you know, his situation. So my best friend turn me on to um Ashley Ashley Antoinette okay so she turned me on to ethic oh my god guys if you have not read the ethic series please do your self a favor and I, I'm basically promoting this lady but please do yourself a favor and grab ethic it is so good like every time I order the book I ordered him a book. It, it was times where I was reading two books a week and he had to catch up with me because I was on go. These books, I couldn't even put the books down, okay? So we're reading these books together and I, um, I, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get his book. So I don't really know what, what's the surprise. Once 
I get his property and I sign for it. I go to my car. He calls me again and he's like, hey, babe, did you get, you know, get my stuff? And I'm like, yeah. So he's like, well, did you, did you go in the bag? Did did you see the surprise? So I'm going in the bag (laughs) and guys, like the commissary that he had been ordering for me, he was actually ordering for me. So when I go pick up his property, like the the snacks, he had actually saved these snacks for me. And as small and as simple as that is, it was big to me. It was big to me. It was him showing me his love. And like I said, like... We tell each other we love each other all the time, but his actions, he actually puts the actions behind the words and it's the little things with me. Like I love stuff. I love, you know, material stuff, just like the next woman, you know, but the little things mean the world to me because it comes with thought it comes from the heart so that baby roof those potato chips those snacks was equivalent to a 10 carat diamond ring and a brand new car I had the biggest smile on my face because I didn't expect it I really did not expect it like I didn't and I actually was supposed to be going to get his property, I want to say a month before I actually picked it up because I had a lot of cake orders. And so to know that every time he ordered, he continuously like was ordering for me or replacing when he said he was using it and and gambling or what he was really replacing this stuff. So it was big. It was big. And telling his story, every time I tell a story about my husband, like, it's a smile on my face. It's a smile on my face because I love my husband and he shows me. He definitely shows me. Now, he probably gonna kill me between Penelope, the bologna sandwich, and now this. <laughs> I'm tapping in on some real, you know, um, mushy, mushy moments that he probably just do not want anybody to know. <laughs> but, hey, I told him it was unscripted and uncut, y'all. So, I'm, I'm, I'm telling it. I'm giving it to you. But, it's the little things it's the little things guys and it just makes me so happy it makes me extremely extremely happy and I will say this I love my husband in a way that I have not loved anybody before and I can say without any doubt that he feels the same way now there's no shade Am I saying there's no disrespect in my saying? Because what I do know from just life experiences and even dealing with other people and seeing other people's relationships, different people bring out different things in you. You may not have the same relationship with even somebody you probably had 15 years with and then this person come along and you just wide open for 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 this 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 new person so again like there's no there's there there's no shade behind what i'm saying you know i know my husband loves me differently i love my husband differently um the love that i have from for him is I've never had this love for anybody else. I have loved. I don't I don't ever want to make it seem like that because that would be me being unrealistic and me being fake. Um and I'm not trying to portray like I'm this perfect wife, you know, especially because my husband is incarcerated. No, my husband knows 
everything about me, every single thing about me. And I have loved before, but this is a different love. This is a different love. And, um, I know it's different from for him as well. I, I can tell, I can tell by our conversations. I can tell when he tells me he loves me. I can tell when we finish each other's sentences or think the same things. Like I can tell. So these type of stories and these type of things that I am sharing with you guys are just small portions of why I even married my husband, why I even continue to keep going um, and learning this man and building with this man and loving this man because all of these things that he did, he did prior to me me saying a yes or even thinking about it like he 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 took the time he took the time he put the work in and he was he was patient and again beyond the physical the physical it, it you know hey it's a wonderful thing it's 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 what we do like it's 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 the norm in a relationship but you can have all the physical in the world and not be connected at all. And me and my husband are connected. Like, that's why I say nothing can come in between us except for God. That is the only person, being, or anything that could come in between me and my husband. Outside of that, I'm fighting for mine. <laughs> Trust me. And, um... It's things like this. It's things like this. And that's why I enjoy telling you these stories. I hope you enjoy hearing them as corny as they are. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy hearing them. Although he is going to kill my ass when he realized. But again, it's unscripted. And I ain't fake. <laughs> I'm not fake. <laughs> but um Again, guys, it's my journey. It's my journey. And thank you for being on it with me. And again, it's 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 from love. It's it's from love, guys. It's from love. So you know what time it is. It's time for the meme of the day. Okay, guys, so the meme of the day. These relationships are not for the average woman. It takes an incredibly strong woman to do this. Yes, it does. And I totally agree. That's why today's meme is dedicated to all the other prison wives out there. The fiancés, the girlfriends, the baby moms out there holding it down, raising these kids while their dad is away doing time. It's not easy. Please stay strong. I am with you and I support you 100%. And now, guys, it is time for my favorite part of the episode, my husband's update. My husband is doing great, guys. I talked to him this morning. I am so happy to be back talking to my husband every day. Hearing his voice in the morning is everything. It starts my day. He puts a smile on my face, and I just know my day is going to be great. But he is fine. He's doing great. He's in good spirits. He's positive and he is taking this one day at a time. He is still in 24-hour lockdown. He did tell me today that he was told it can be anywhere between two weeks and 30 days at the most before he's in population. So he's not complaining. He's good. I mean, it's definitely better than where he just came from. So Again, he's just taking it one day at a time, one day at a time. And I am just grateful that he is remaining positive, you know, during all of this, because I know some days it can be very difficult and, you know, very challenging 
definitely challenging. So thank you guys for keeping him in your prayers. Please continue. Please to continue um, keeping him uplifted. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys sticking with me on this journey, on our journey. And I can't say it enough. I cannot say it enough. Thank you so much. And yes, he's doing great. He is doing great. And now we are going to move into the guest part of this episode. My co-host, my best friend, she will be joining me. So you guys have got to tune in. I already told you I'm about to dig in her business. So you guys do not want to miss this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in. And we will continue with episode four. Okay. Hey, y'all. All right. Hi. Hi. Hey, so, guys. Y'all hear my baby say, hey, y'all. Hey, Mommy. Hey, baby. So, welcome to the guys. Now, this is a treat for my listeners because not only do I have my best friend, I have my best friend's daughter, but she's really mine. So, <laughs> um... The treat is that you get to hear from her daughter as well. So I'm going to jump into these questions real quick um, for you and for Daylin. Okay, um, what my listeners don't know, and for those who do know you, um, your kid's father was incarcerated, and I want to get your outlook. So, my first question is, how long was your kid's dad away? Hey, y'all. I'm Farah, the best friend. Um, My kid's dad. I think they already know. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. He was gone <laughs> for seven years. Yeah, seven years. Wow. He was gone seven years. And mm-hmm. how, old were, how old were your kids? My daughter was five. When he left, my daughter was five. My son was seven months. Wow, five. Daylin, you was five. I still remember when I found out he was in jail. I remember you at five. (laughs) Um, So where did you actually tell them he was? I never really told them. I think I had a few family members that may have mentioned it to them. That uh, well, actually, to my daughter, I think I had a few family members that may have told her dad, um, my daughter, "Hey, your dad's in jail," um, something to that nature. I'm not sure because I never told him, and he never told him. Um, but my son, I never told him either. But by him being so young, you know, even if the kids would have said something, he wouldn't have really mm-hmm. known. But um, after a visitation one day, he came home and he was like, "Oh, I went to my dad's school." Um, you know, my dad's in school. So I was like, okay. I mean, it wasn't a good thing or a bad thing, but that was what he had in his head. Um, and I just never changed it. I never corrected him. So he was basically in college. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was in college. Okay. He was in boarding okay. school. He was in boarding <laughs> school. Um, so Daylin, how did you find out? Um it was me and my auntie, my dad's sister. I want to say it was maybe my grandma, my dad's mom, somebody. They pulled us in the room, and I remember them telling us. My grandma was standing in Decatur, and we was inside of my auntie's room. But I already knew from my cousins in Summerhill because that's just kind of something that we did to each other. <laughs> Like, okay. <laughs> that's just kind of, you know, like, we kind of ruined Santa Claus for each other and stuff like that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, they used to say it kind of okay, up on you. Yeah, that was <laughs> they. They had, oh, that's why your daddy in jail. Like, we would argue and fight and stuff. And that's how I kind of had a feeling. But then it was confirmed by somebody in my dad's family. Okay. Now, Farah, as a mom with a seven-month-old and a five-year-old, how were your kids affected? 
I, I'm not, I can't answer that. Um, my son, I can say as he got older, you know, around three, four, when he would go to daycare, when I would get there to pick him up, he would say things like, I want a daddy like X, Y, Z. Or, you know, he would describe the dads that would come and pick up their kids. Yeah. So I'm sure he missed out on that present. Yeah. What you want? I'm sorry. But, I mean, he definitely, when he came home, I know, you know, tried to make up as as much as he could. Um, I mean, I'm sure being away from his kids was hard and some kind of way, I'm going to get him on the phone one of these days and, and, <laughs> and get him on here. Because, you know, being he was in college for this, you know, he's educated on it. I'm done. Um, okay, so now this is fair. You have to take off your baby mama, mama hat. <laughs> and Daylin, you got to put on your niece hat, okay? Okay. <laughs> now, um, your uncle. I, that Sarah, is hard, y'all. When I go back and forth. It, it's okay, but it's okay. You wear them well. You wear them well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, um, your uncle. Mm-hmm. You know, as I have my listeners, you guys are very close. He's like brother to you. How has him being away? This, you know, this is the second time, guys. So, how has him being away this second time affected you? Um, you want to answer talk- first, Daly? Yeah, I will. Um, I think that the first time is the reason I feel the way I do the second time. So, um, I don't really have any memories with him growing up outside of jail. I only mm-hmm. have memories inside of the jail cell like I remember going to visit him and stuff when he was in prison but I always knew how close him and my mom was like my mom kind of I can't say she really made sure we knew who he was because they were so close he made sure he we knew who he was Mm -hmm. it was kind of like oh no they were best friends so we were kind of just always around without knowing him I kind of knew him and I know that when my mom went through everything with my dad she didn't have him there and I think that all of it as a whole and then with Heavy D well my other uncle he passed but he was in prison as well after a couple after my dad went to jail and just with all of that I think it kind of caused a lot of stress on my mom but she was kind of secure knowing that everybody was okay and Mm -hmm. I think that that helped me now like Mm -hmm. I know that he can survive in anything like yeah I know that no matter where he is like he got faith like yeah. You know, he just never give up hope on himself. And yeah. I like that. Like, he, he's okay. I'm content and I'm I'm okay knowing that he's safe. He's blessed to be alive and knowing that he's getting out. Yeah, definitely. Now, what what is y'all... What let me, is let your, me piggyback. What, okay, go ahead. Um, how, it, it has affected me this time because when he went away the first time, we were kids. Like best friends, kids, sisters, brother, y'all been through that before. So um this time we're adults. We didn't really get to live our adult life, things that we talked about, things that we wanted to do, things that we said, oh, we're gonna always do this, we're gonna do that before we get too old. Mm-hmm. So it's hard listening to him. And I know that my uncle's a stand-up guy. He's a great guy. He just he in this situation, he's like, Man, I can't do I can't go through this more. I'm missing out yeah. on too much. And that hurts me. Yeah. For him to and be he, at that. He point. definitely says that now. Like, even like when we have conversations, his biggest thing was when he went away the first time. It's like, okay, I went away, I was a kid. Yeah, I wanted to come home, but I really want to come home now. Like it's like we live we live in our best life when we get older, you know? And I, I do think that he really, that that bothers him. That definitely bothers him. Yeah. So, Daylin, what 
tell me what is the the saying that you had with your uncle the the I love you like he he says that so much um that's on you you asked me that a while mm-hmm. ago too I think <laughs> I know and I can't they, remember they started that I remember she was young Uncle Mike would say I love you Dalen and she would say I love you too more what, Dalen Mm-mm. I would say I love you more, and he would no, say I love you more. And then I he like we went back and forth with the numbers, and I said I love you infinity times more. Yeah, and I probably yeah, that's was it. <laughs> maybe like eight, seven. I was in like lower elementary school. Like I couldn't have been no older than like second or third grade, but I was learning about numbers, and infinity was the biggest number. Yeah, he that he definitely he remember that's his thing. He remembers that he always talk about he love he loved Dalen times infinity and more. And yeah, he explains that one. No okay. matter how even when he out like when he t- anytime he tell me he love me, he we always say that we don't just say I love you, I love you too. It's I love you infinity times. Both of us say it now, yeah. and he try to beat me to it. <laughs> of course he did. So it's kind of like a rush, but even yeah. like if I'm about to pull off from with him and he'll give me a hug, I love you infinity times more. Well, there you have it, infinity times more. <laughs> um. Okay, so now, Sarah, that I hope the niece hat, I mean the best friend hat is still on. So, got you. <laughs> we have a bit of a journey, me, well, him and I. So, as my best friend, what advice do you have for me in this journey? Um, I'm going to say that this question is based on having a spouse that is incarcerated. That advice? or Yeah. Well, as a, well that and just as a, you know, as a best friend. Like, as my best friend, you know. Just, Even just with you knowing me advice. and him, um, and, you know. Um, okay, so we were on the advice. My yes, advice, advice to you, as I'm going to touch on being a wife of a incarcerated husband. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm always, always, always be his shoulder to lean on, laugh on, cry on, whatever it is. Always support him if he say he's going to joe blow class support him even though you might say i can't see a future in that i don't know where you're going still support him um mm-hmm. tell him you love him um and just just smile it's gonna be ups and downs it's gonna be hard times it's gonna be good days bad days but just always know that we'll get through this mm-hmm. the only difference than him being a, a, a traditional relationship is that he's a, he's incarcerated. Yep. Other than that, you got the same relationship um, a free guy would have. So yep. just support him. Just always and, and and always know you're gonna have the the naysayers. When I I mean you got some co women. I walked into visitation one day with my kids that I'll never forget. Now y'all, my kids dad is one day older than me. That's it. We were born the same year birthdays one day apart um this co that used to try and date him or talk to him or whatever she tries to be funny she says um oh hey is this your mom i'm like what wow. and y'all black don't crack wow. so i know i don't look old enough to be his mom black That's don't crack like seriously um and it's it was just it, it was you you get those situations and the thing is she was trying to make it a point that I know, oh, I'm here with him every day. You come to visit. I'm here. So you're going to have things like that. You're going to have people pop up from the past. Um, and, and he's still a man. So don't, don't be no fool for him and nobody else but love him. I know that he loves you and you'll be good. Just, just be that support that he needs and hey, that's the best advice I can give you. Well, I am checking my list. I've checked it twice, and I think I got this. I think I got this. I definitely do. Um, whew, I love him. So, Dalen, mm-hmm. 
Dalen has known about this before I knew about this. She knew this, guys. She saw it. She knew it. So, how did you feel about Dalen when you found out, you know, <laughs> I was your auntie and your mama? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of just... I don't know, because I think I knew for a while before y'all, like, when y'all was just flirting with each other. It was like, okay, I see y'all. <laughs> but I never really thought nothing of it. Like, it seemed normal, to be honest. Yeah, like, it was just organic. Like, I didn't feel like it was weird. I didn't feel like yeah. it was nothing to, like, oh, let me tell you what happened. Like, it felt normal. Like, <laughs> it felt like y'all had been doing it for a while already. Like yeah. before y'all even started messing around, and that's what it, I that's what it felt like for me. Like it, that's why it just felt so easy. Like it just happened. Like when I say it just happened, I literally mean it just happened. So, Sarah, next question. Yes, oh God, Dalen, I do not want your answer to this question, and you need to opt out. I really want you to hang up, but. Um, <laughs> what it is Farah? how important is intimacy versus sex Daylon don't answer this question well, let me answer I gotta tell you something oh well <laughs> let me answer it first mm, I, I hear you girl y'all remember I'm her mama foot um, <laughs> okay she's 22 and my best friend and you know all of that so uh, I hear you girl but to me <laughs> intimacy is everything in a relationship to me um, and I'm gonna just be honest. Since we raw and uncut, I'm gonna be honest. A fuck is nothing. A fuck means nothing. But intimacy, when I can get in your head, we know each other's thoughts. My forearm is itching, and then you look, you look up and say, "Yeah, my arm feet itching." I'm like what? Mm-hmm. Those those now. intimate thoughts. Um, that that means everything to me in a relationship. I must agree. So, I pick intimacy. <laughs> I must agree. I must agree. Oh, Dalen. <laughs> you know I'm not finna answer that question for real. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not finna answer that. My heart kind of stopped a little bit. I just, I didn't know whether to pass out now or later. But I do agree because, you know, we're we're definitely experiencing um intimacy and also you know I just feel like I you know like in one of my last episodes I even said if it would have happened another way we would have I would have never got to experience any of this and I would definitely yeah have traded I, I can this then yep. you know what I mean then then that because yep it just would have been a mess like it would have been a mess because how I am it would have been a mess how he is it just would have been a mess so I definitely would trade you know the intimacy for sex any day um so I mean you guys heard it you guys heard it from a mom and from a daughter <laughs> now yes, Daylin do you have more oh yes definitely I, I, I would now what would have been funny is to get the baby daddy on the phone oh my god Daylin. not getting on the phone with him <laughs> right that would have been a not getting on that episode don't call me <laughs> wonderful treats <laughs> No, but um, it's so crazy, y'all, because Rashid is my best friend. I was introduced to her by my kid's dad. They were best friends, and then I kind of stole her. Um, and the rest is history. Now she's my aunt. <laughs> and now I have to wear hats too in between them sometimes. But hey, that's she a whole nother is. show. That's a whole nother yeah. couple of seasons. And speaking yeah. of which, we are definitely going to do our own podcast, guys, because we love the psycho stuff. We love the uh, true yeah. crime, psycho, um, stalker. I just said I was a stalker on the other episode. Stalker uh, show. So we we, we like Discovery Channel. The, we yeah. like the, um, yeah. 
Yeah, oxygen it's, discovery, um, fatal yeah. attractions, all those wow. types of things. So we're definitely gonna jump into something um like that together. And um, while we're on the phone, Daylin, tell the listeners about your wonderful, wonderful business that you have because I know somebody somewhere is gonna need some graphic done. Um websites logos for their businesses so get them some information tell them where to follow you on social media okay um i am the owner and ceo of day unlimited designs i do websites business cards flyers um booking sites thank you cards anything you can think of motion graphics Almost anything, really. Invitations, party favorites. digital stationery. She got you. Yeah, what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my Instagram is Day Unlimited Designs, D-A-Y Unlimited Designs. And I check my DM regularly. Right now, I'm going by a booking basis. So you can't just say, oh, on Monday, I'm about to go and book a flight for tonight. Only if my schedule is open. That's right. But yeah. You gotta you gotta you gotta make them um do it the right way or it won't be right. I'm affordable, I'm Atlanta based. And yeah. Okay. Well I appreciate you, my loved ones, for jumping on my podcast and we will do this. Let me tell y'all this we're speaking of businesses. Rashida mm-hmm. is a baker. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I have told them. I have oh, not shouted out. I yeah, I haven't really shouted out myself. You Cake know, by Rashida. Yeah, y'all gotta get the red velvet cheesecake <laughs> and, or the and, red velvet brownies. And let me do my air quotes because she definitely do brownies. Y'all got me yes, brownies. brownies. The, <laughs> the, the, the good kind, the, yeah. the happy kind, brownies. the happy kind, the happy brownies, <laughs> yeah, the happy brownies. <laughs> but yes, guys, thank you so much for jumping on here with me, and I, I appreciate you guys so much. And <laughs> I know this probably gonna be my, this got to be my best. This gonna be my top. This gonna be my top. Yeah, you know, right blue here. face time, Miss Duffy. You know, <laughs> time, time. <laughs> As my brother, Farrah, my, my uncle Clark. called me Blueface. If y'all ever yes. hear him say Blueface, he's talking about me or Dalen Persuasion. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Hey, persuasion. That's her. Dalen That's persuasion. me. And she got that name as a jit, y'all. But when I tell you, it's still. <laughs> it it's, it's yeah, still it's, describes her. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. On point, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, it is okay. me, Dayton Persuasion, and Blueface. So, yeah. All day long. Well, thank you guys. And again, I appreciate you guys. And, Thanks for the um, invite. I can't wait yes. to do this again. Yes. Sub- make Hey, get these up. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And subscribe, y'all. Subscribe. Okay. Well, ladies, I love you guys. Talk to you later. Love you. Love you too. I'll talk Toodles. to you all later. All right, Miss Duffy. Well, guys, this concludes our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were entertained. And most of all, I hope you will continue this journey with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button, guys. As I stated in my previous episodes, as I continue this journey, I will get better. I promise to bring you good content to keep you entertained. Make sure to follow the show's social media. Instagram is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter is Wetlock Podcast. If you want to submit questions, advice, or comment on the show, hit the message link in the show's description and I will respond on my bonus episode on Fridays. For brand promotions, if you want to join in on an episode, share a story, spread some knowledge, please email me. Please email me at wedlockchronicles 
podcast at gmail.com. Wedlock Chronicles podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for being on this journey with me. I look forward to bringing you my next episode. So please stay safe, stay blessed, and welcome to Wedlock.